0: Me better than the last me uh-huh. I look and fit was for in truth and compassion oh, yeah. and whenever they asking I be I be I be praising I be I be I be
1: You just heard "Praising" from the album, The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. Hi, my name is Margaret and you have ventured your way into the Beautiful Collision podcast. I believe when the good and amazing, great parts of your life collide with the bad, messy, and hard parts of your life, they make you into the beautiful and amazing person that you are. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories of people from all walks of life. And my hope is that you resonate with some and embrace your own story. You're back and you're really going to enjoy today's conversation. Today's conversation is with my friend, Tuti. We talk about what it's like to work in the education system, the pros and cons of teaching. We also talk about a really, really hard thing, depression, and what it's like to go through that. But the beauty of what it looks like to come out on the other side. And then we spend a really, good amount of time talking about her weight loss journey. Tootie has lost a significant amount of weight, but we talked about how it goes beyond just physical and it's more mind, body, and soul and what it's challenged her and encouraged her to do in her own life. I really enjoyed this conversation, so I hope you do too. Hello, everyone. I'm excited you're here. (laughs) And I am here with a beautiful friend of mine who I actually haven't seen in a long time, but I am I'm so glad she's here and this is Tootie, but um, her first name's Brie. Right? Yeah, well, okay, so. Brie
0: or now, but Brianna. Brianna, okay, awesome.
1: Whichever. Whichever. So how'd you get the nickname Tootie or is that actually your middle name? No, it's not
0: <laughs> <laughs> So and that's so funny because a lot of people think that like they hear Tootie and I went by it so long that people like my even my cousins were like what is your real name but I got the name Tootie simply because when I was born my dad said you're so cute you're so toot oh he said you're my little Tootie so that's so cute so I have literally had the name since birth like I honestly I remember the moment I had to realize that I had another name like I was probably like five or six they were like you have another name as you're going to school so your name your real name is Brianna Tootie is your nickname so that, I love that name. Yeah, my dad won't drop it. So.
1: <laughs> so, okay, a little backstory on us. We met in 2011, actually, at a summer camp called Kids Across America. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! You know? <laughs> you know? Um, yes. So we met that summer. We worked together that summer. And then, two years going to U of H, I went to University of North Carolina. And honestly, we, like, didn't really communicate at all. <laughs> Not at all. At all. And then I found out, like... I don't know when I found out that you lived in Houston. Oh, when you commented on my picture about fitness stuff. Yes, you were at the Mean Green. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So, just for everyone listening, I work out at a gym called uh, Mean Green. And um, Tootie works out at, what's it called? Reggie C Fitness. Reggie C Fitness. And so... We were both actually going to be competing in the same competition, and that's how we reconnected. Yeah, and I'm so happy
0: about it. I mean, she was sharing me on like you wouldn't even, you would have never thought that we were like hadn't seen each other in I years. Know. It was like, yeah, go ahead. Like you know, it was just uh... it was just
1: so easy. You're just so easy to talk to. Um, okay, so why don't you tell everybody what you do for, like for a living right now, um,
0: and then maybe a fun fact about yourself. So, I have been in the education field for Mm -hmm. about six years. I just finished my sixth year. Okay. I definitely did not start off that route. Uh Uh-huh. My goal was I came back to grad school at Houston uh, School of Theology Mm -hmm. to finish my counseling degree. Well, my master's. Yeah. And then during that program, my roommate was doing this program called Apollo. It's a grant program at like HISD. Yeah. Um. And I kind of was like, you know, being a grad student full-time is not me. Yeah. I need to work and kind of get out. And so I got into doing this senior, like, tutorial thing. Um, and then that kind of led to teaching. Because it, it was almost a fellowship for teaching. Okay. And then I saw that it was an avenue I could go down. So. Cool. What grade do you teach? I teach uh, special education. Oh, cool. I didn't it, know that. Yeah. So very non traditional. Okay. Country, uh, what, what people think. Okay. Not non traditional. But I'm not in fundamental skills where you'll see a lot of students with, like, um, very complicated disabilities. Yeah. I'm more with students with um, learning disabilities. Okay. So those who have basic reading, uh, reading fluency, math calculation uh, disabilities. Okay. But I work with them um, as a co-teacher in the regular general ed classroom. And then I also do research resource, which is in small, a small classroom setting. Do
1: you love it? Has it been hard? Like, what are the six years been like? And I feel like you're like a, because um, you've been teaching for six years, or you've been in education six years, been teaching for three. Okay, so
0: what are ups and downs kind of thing with that? Ups and downs. I mean, you're dealing with people. Yeah. Um, and so it, the upside that you are influencing students, you do realize like you can't save the world. Yeah. That's hard. That's yeah. like a harsh reality. Like, that's when I realized, like, oh, my God, like, everybody's just not going to love me. And, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to, you know, imp- you know, in my head, you're not going to impact everybody right away. Yeah. But you're still planting seeds. Right. Um, but I think the but the hardest part, um, yeah, would have to be that acceptance. And then I just deal a lot with legality stuff. Because, yeah. you know, special education is through federal cert- uh, oh, funding. Okay. Okay. It's not state or at a local level yeah so it's a lot of paperwork and a lot of liability that goes with it so that always is nerve-wracking and you want to do what's best for the students right so that would be my take on it but i love teaching i you know Aww. i do like you you're literally interacting with kids all day yeah <laughs> like i mean from and i've worked at schools that i mean where i'm literally breaking up a fight every day to now working at a school where you know it's you know they they don't have those type of issues but the issues still lie socially yeah um you know with you know just so many things going on I mean you see the news yeah that is just different but I love that I've seen the gamut of some so many things within the six years yeah is it hard to disconnect like I, I don't know for me
1: I get really emotionally invested in people so is it hard to disconnect and you know when to leave that Like there and not take all of that baggage home with you. Is it even possible for you? Because I feel like that would be almost impossible for me.
0: (laughs) No, for real. Like, and you say that. Like, and it was like because it became so overwhelming. That it was almost like a weight every day on our shoulders. And so, like you get talk to some of the veteran teachers, and they're like, "You have to leave it here." Yeah, you know. And when we say leave it here, we're not saying like disconnect from the kids or don't care when you leave. You know, after seven to four being at work, no, it's like a disconnect that you have to just lay it down so you can be a full person, a whole person for them. Mm-hmm. So it you really can't break it up. Like I am a teacher twenty four seven in yeah. my mind. Like, yeah. But um, yeah, it's. You have to somewhat disconnect though. Yeah. In a sense of just for yourself to basically recharge. Right, no, yeah. You will be drained, and that's where you see a lot of teacher like um turnover. Yeah, yeah. It's because you you don't give yourself that opportunity to recharge, to refocus. Because you're literally giving yourself every day. It is a yeah. helping profession where you're yeah. focused on other people, their stories, yeah, their, their problems, yeah. their good, their bad, their events, their activities. So
1: Shout out to teachers!
0: Shout out to teachers! I am like
1: I have so much mad respect for y'all. Seriously, because
0: I just that's a lot, man. I challenge anyone to step foot into a school if you can ever sub or even put in like a (laughs) (laughs) man do it like the like you will like learn or be able to like almost mm, do anything. I feel like yeah, after teaching, like I I commend teachers. Those with kids, those who are married, like. And these other roles they have to do and then teach. I don't know if I could do it. I'm not for real. Like, I'm over here like, I don't know. So,
1: but I love what I do. Good, Go good. So, okay. So then you said you're getting your master's right now in counseling.
0: Well, I've got my master's. I got my, master's. received my master's okay. like two years ago, 2016. Okay. But I have not taken my board okay. licensing.
1: What made you want to do counseling?
0: So, so funny. It, it really came literally after we finished KAA. Okay, okay. I realized like your God and your career did not have to be like a separate entity. Yeah. And you know, until you hit that moment where you're like, man, my career is one thing, my, 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 you know, this is it. No, all of it can fuse together. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what am I best at? And I really start thinking it, it's people. Like, I've, I've, something with people you know, interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that like, counseling is such a spiritual journey and it's ministry. Yeah, there was a need. Right. I know I loved young people and I was like, you know, how can I help, you know? And there, but there's so many services for adults. And we think about adults needing counseling and or e- well, even then counseling has been stigmatized yeah, recently. Right now. It's like these, I've seen a Michael Phillips commercial <laughs> and he's like, you know, I've dealt with, you know, mental health issues mm-hmm. and it's like promoting therapy. So, um, in 2011, when I left camp, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I was like, this is my call-in. I had heard it over and over. Mm -hmm. It was just confirmation. I literally heard, like, I feel like God speak. Counseling. I've given you all these (laughs) these opportunities, you know. Counseling. And so, yeah. Yeah. I like that you said counseling
1: has been stigmatized because I think that's so true. So, I think it was, like, two years ago I started going to counseling. Mm -hmm. And just because... I thought it was the best thing for me mm-hmm. at the time. But it's just so crazy like that we especially I personally think in like African American culture and you got like mm-hmm. and my parents you got into even in that culture like people don't like the idea of counseling is just not a thing. You know what I mean? No, like no. <laughs> like it's just not a thing. So when I s- decided to do that, it was it was weird for me cuz I didn't really know anyone a lot of people that look like me that were going to, outside of like premarital, you know what I mean, yeah. but just like regular counseling, and it was so good. Mm. I like I I totally am just like now everyone should do it. Like there's yes. a reason like people specialize in that stuff. Like everyone, it is one of the best things.
0: And I think people think you have to go to counseling because there's something wrong or there's yeah. Something. Like no, you go to counseling to to separate and organize your thoughts, and they're not telling you anything. They're just helping you. Literally lay out what what is the you know what is bringing you here your chief complaint is yeah say. you know and what can you do or what what things what tools do you have where you tra- where's your end goal yeah so counseling is just like amazing like because I mean I feel like I mean some people do a combination of medicine and counseling some people do or therapy by itself but at the end of the day it's an end goal and yeah. like it just it's really gives you a safe space that's not you know you be told well just pray. Well, still need some action. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get that. I'm praying, but like we still need some action. Right. So it is. Is I'm, I'm excited to even continue down that path. Yeah. I just know that there is going to be. It's a need. We see it through the news. I'm gonna keep saying that. We see it in the news. We see it every day. Yeah. People are in need, and it's not always a medicinal need. Yeah. People need hugs. People need to see people's light. People right. need a... Just be feel safe, secure. Mm-hmm. People just need a release. Yeah, girl. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm as I'm saying it, like I'm just like like I, I feel that I just need you just need a release. It's just a release. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see, yeah. Someone that comes from a completely
1: unbiased opinion yes. that is like has no relation to the situation yes. can see it so much clearly sometimes. And I mean, friends are good. You know, yes. so many other things are good, but. There's just, there's a beauty about it. I can't even explain it. I'm just like, everyone go do it. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: everyone be a part of that.
0: Yes, like, really, go. Go. It's okay. And then a lot of times, you're uh work insurance pays for your sessions <laughs> <Yeah>. eap <laughs> then you know so eap uh, employee assistance programs and there are free sessions oh that's awesome uh
1: okay so just like a fun random question what is something you think a ton of people are obsessed with but you're you just don't see the point of it or you're not obsessed with like you think society's obsessed with like it could be a thing it could be a cloth, like a clothing oh, yeah. thing or but that like or even at a, or even in a season of life, everyone is obsessed with it and you are just like, nah,
0: that's so funny actually so I feel like I have something on the tip of like my <laughs> tongue like because I'm I'm not that person. there's like, what's a big thing?
1: I know for me, okay, I'll tell you mine and then okay. maybe I'll help you think. So when I lived in North Carolina because it was cold, Everyone used to wear um, those... Oh, my God. Those boots. What are they called? Oh, uh, Uggs. Uggs. Oh,
0: my And goodness. I...
1: Like, sorry to everyone that likes them. I, I just think they are... ugly. Like, ugly. <laughs> ugly. <laughs> like, I just... I do not like them at all. But there was, like, that season like everyone was wearing them. Probably not as much here because it doesn't get cold here, really. But... And I just could not get down with that trend. I just wasn't down for the cost. So i think that is my thing that was like a few years ago um i'm trying to think one for now but yeah i remember that phase and i was just i was not about that and nike shorts i never got down with nike i think because tmi like i have a little bit of junk in the trunk and so when i wore them like literally (laughs) yes (laughs) like Like, literally they would go like all the way up to yeah it was just a lot yeah (laughs) so so i never really really got down with that trend i think i owned one pair and they were like an extra extra large so they'd be a little bit longer for me because they just weren't i mean it was like almost like underwear on me it was so bad
0: no i hear you on that (laughs) (laughs) oh you got me thinking now
1: we can come back to the question
0: you know what i would have said what possibly um i was gonna say cell phone Cell phones. I know that's weird. Like, I do everything like thing, on... We talk on every day. <laughs> we do on every... Like, I do everything on cell phone, but, like, if I did not have to have a phone, like, I hate talking on the phone. It is, like, my pet
1: peeve. Really?
0: But I love hearing people's voice. I'd rather be around them. Like, face to face. Yes. So, I have times when I want to talk because I'm low. I mean, I'm here in Houston. Yeah. My family is far away, but a phone, like and i wouldn't get mine repaired and i was just without it i knew i had a lot of responsibilities on a phone yeah but if i could literally cut off a phone and not have any work like i would oh dang i know that's
1: weird right well remember so i mean yeah yeah so again for those of y'all listening when we worked at camp we they took our phones the whole week when like kids were there we only got them on our 24 hours off
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it was actually really nice I think that's
0: how we and that's
1: how we made such close relationships because you had to talk to people. Yeah, you did, and write letters. Yeah, write write (laughs) letters,
0: (laughs) blowing letters across like over here, like sending them through cups. No, I'm joking. Like the cup fire. Like, but yeah, it was.
1: I mean, that's why I I feel like there's a even if I don't see them all the time, there's certain people from that camp that I just feel like there's always a connection. That's why, like, when I saw you, I felt like it was easy because you. When we were there, you just build such quick, deep connections with people. Like, you know their whole life in a week. You really
0: did. And I (laughs) I think I remember meeting y'all. We were literally sitting on the floor eating that first night. And then we made a circle. And and then, like, it was in a storm, like, a week later or something. And we're all like, oh, man, you know. So, I I remember meeting y'all, like, vividly. Yeah. And you had a blue shirt on. Oh my God. You had a light blue North Carolina shirt. The shirt, at University. There I was, representing. Go UNC oh, yeah. Tar Heels. Woohoo. Tar Heels. And that yeah. was just so interesting to me, but you were from Houston. Yeah. So.
1: H Town. That's hey. a good place. Um, okay, so I do want to talk about something really near and dear to your heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, which you, it is. Okay, I just want to say and to you, first of all, I am so impressed with you. Like, so proud of you. Like, so, like. Inspired. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and we're gonna talk about this people. She her weight loss journey, which how many pounds have you lost my, since May May first? Was yeah, it when you started? I started okay.
0: May first. So my total, my lowest, is it 140? 140, 140 pounds. Yeah, Not my lowest weight, like I lost 140 pounds. Lost 140 pounds, and she freaking
1: looks amazing, y'all. And you should follow her on Instagram. But <laughs> seriously, she I'm just like oh my god you're so inspiring
0: i don't see that it's so weird Like, i'm gonna say thank you because i had to practice to say thank you i'm gonna shut up and just say thank you
1: <laughs> take the compliment um so i but i want to like walk through that journey with you a little mm-hmm. bit so we're gonna backtrack because you, you kind of officially started may 1st 2017 mm-hmm. so we're gonna go before that so what what made you like have this mindset okay i need to do something like this because that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of weight that's a lot of and you put a lot of work into it and we're going to talk about that but what what was the initial start of i need to do this or something needs to change like what was there something that triggered that or oh was yeah it just, yeah
0: most definitely i mean the big thing is i did not when people say i didn't recognize my right recognize myself it's not physical yeah We're talking about everything else. Like, I mean, not even physical. I knew in my head, I've always been heavy. I mean, you remember me at camp. I was never like the smallest person. I did athletic things. But when I say I did not recognize myself, I mean like myself. Mm -hmm. I literally felt myself literally becoming a recluse. I was lying about what I was doing. I did not want it to be pictured. I did not want to go anywhere. I was Mm -hmm. that embarrassed about me. But I, but I knew I was a woman of God. I said God didn't call me to be embarrassed of His creation. Yeah. You so, w- w- I'm sorry. I'm going to pause
1: you. Real no, quick. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you. When have you? Is that something you felt your whole life growing up, or is that was that like a season of life where you really sunk into this like I, I'm embarrassed of myself
0: type thing? Or <sighs> it's a season. Although growing up, I don't think I was ever like felt like I was picked on about my weight, but my weight was definitely a topic of everybody. Like, people felt comfortable enough to... I realize now I would not let anybody comment the way they used to. I mean, growing up from, like, maybe four. Every time I would go out of town see family, my weight was the center of the topic. Yeah. And now, you know, at that age, it all came racing back to me that this has gone on too long. Or I have let people just, I guess... Put me on a platter, like you. Yeah. When you realize what the, what people really do when they comment about your weight, like you are critiquing me yeah. and who I am as a person. Yeah, it goes way deeper than just the physical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can say, you know, and especially in our culture, girl, I see you. You know, look at you, and, and we comment on everybody. I realize I would, I gotten, I felt like almost just bashed about it, and I, I didn't see it as bashed because of my family who loved me, but kinda it was bashing. Yeah. Yeah, man,
1: that's crazy. So, wow. I mean, I, I feel like people don't realize, like, the internal effects of that. It's internal.
0: I <laughs> and I didn't think I had any effects until yeah. now.
1: Yeah, until recently. So, May May 1st was coming around, and, ha- like, how did you... So, ha- let me backtrack again. Was there ever a time in your life where you're like, okay, I'm going to start this, I'm going to try oh, this yeah. losing weight thing, and then, like, it didn't <laughs> work out? Like, you know, like, what, what was that look like up until... The may first start start thing well,
0: in two thousand and thirteen when I had moved back, mm-hmm. I had dealt with like a i had dealt with depression moved back from where um from home okay so the comment that started this is I got depressed in two thousand eleven like a semester before graduating yeah and i think that's when i went off the grid and that's when i lost all my connections with kaa yeah so when i came back from kaa i did one semester as my senior year yeah then i got depressed mm-hmm. at, in college i i didn't know it was depressing then then we later found out it was depression i got you know treated medically yeah um for it for a bit of time and then i was like god you know i know you've given me a spirit of redip- you know not redemption but resilience yeah get up you know um, and it affects people differently, but yeah. for me, I spoke to God and knew that it was more. Yeah. And I said, God, you know, and we thought we, I was sick. We thought it was something else. Yeah, I felt physical pain. I probably had every symptom you could think about with depression, hair, like pulled my hair out. Oh, gosh. And, you know, thinking about me, I thought I was happy. Yeah. But literally, I'm like... Picking my hair like anxiety, picking panic attacks in the middle of u of age. So yeah. it was a very, it was an embarrassing moment yeah. for me and hard. It was hard. You didn't know where what was happening. Yeah, yeah I literally didn't know what's happening. I think no one knew that from camp because they asked me to come back and then I, I hadn't told anyone. Yeah, um, and that's where a lot of the connections fell out. Yeah, because I just went like off the grid. Yeah, and then once I got better. I lost weight because I, you know, wasn't eating on there. I literally remember, like, drinking water all the time. But yeah. never, like, really eating. this was 2012. 2012. Yeah. 2012. And then, basically, I got better. Mm-hmm. Woo-woo, woo-woo. Praise God. Praise God. All, uh, all glory to him. You know, I got better and, I, and got healthy. Yeah. Got an education. Yeah. Because I, I ended up graduating. I finished my last two classes online. Okay. Graduated here. Um, and then, um, basically started as an instructional Mm aide at an alternative campus in Colleen. Okay. And then my weight got up there. So I gained (laughs) all that weight back and plus more. And so I went on a journey to lose weight. That journey, I lost like 54 pounds with like portion control. So now this was 2013, we're at. Yeah. 2013, 2014. 2014.
1: So you went on your own, like you just were like, okay, I'm going to just go on my own. I'm going to do like portion control, that kind of thing. And then do that. Okay. And so you lost fifty pounds there. Yeah, I about. lost fifty.
0: And even then, it was like it only got me back to where I needed to be. I feel like yeah. And now looking back, I'm like that was nothing I gained. And then, and then after I got comfortable and yada, yada, yadi, rewind two years later. Yeah, two three years passed by. I gained a significant amount of weight.
1: Yeah. And so then, how did you? So now we're like back. Okay, now you're about to start this weight loss journey. How did you even get into? Like, how? What were you thinking thinking about? Because you knew before that you had tried it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of. You like you did the portion control. You did all this stuff. It hadn't really worked. I mean, it worked, and then it didn't work. And then and it didn't work. It yeah. wasn't. A,
0: it wasn't sustainable. I probably was a bad time. My you know had every excuse, and I was younger. Yeah. Sometimes you know. Knowing a little bit more age, yeah, kind of makes a difference. With with age stuff. comes wisdom. I'm, a firm be- I'm a firm believer now. I mean, not that I'm super wise because I'm
1: only 26 right. years old, but I, I do like 21 year old Margaret versus 26 year old Margaret. Totally different. Is like, what were you thinking? <laughs>
0: like, who are you? <laughs> you know, and like, we're not talking about the old hairstyles and clothes. You're like, oh, my God. talk about, like, a lot of
1: stuff. Like, as a person, yeah. So, I totally understand that. Okay, so,
0: um, May 1st, is that when you joined this gym that we were talking about earlier? So, I had to actually do a weigh-in April 22nd or April 27th. Where? At Reggie's Place. And that right there was, like, the huge... Like, I, I mean... We get into this. Um, Somebody from my school had went to him and had results. And then my... He's from Oklahoma. Okay. My family's from there. So, actually, my cousins went to school with Reggie. Okay, cool. That's kind of where the connection came in. But um, I basically knew that my weight was going to get out of control. I felt it. I knew it. Like when I said, I started, you know, resisting things. I knew... When I started resisting church... I didn't want to go to church because a lot of my classmates were there. I was just like, okay, this is too much. Yeah. So I actually saw my birthday picture, which was five days before joining. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I I, Now, that physically, I didn't recognize myself. I looked uncomfortable. I just didn't. I didn't look like who. I didn't look like myself, literally. Yeah. But May 1st, I remember before we even had to come May 1st, that's when we started working out. We had to do a picture in a bra and workout shorts or workout pants. Yeah. You would have thought I was asked to go run, like, um, a freaking half marathon. Really? It. I mean, that right there would have stopped my whole journey. Yeah. So, I remember taking pictures the night before with some friends, like, in it. It was just like, how are you going to stand? How are you going to look? And even when I saw those pictures, I was yeah. just like, I cannot go in here. Like, because yeah. I knew people that I went to school with, because the girl I saw or knew, um... Was gonna see me or these
1: people are gonna yeah. see me like I so it was also just a lot of mental of like I just don't want to be seen I don't want to be correct like I don't I don't want anyone to see this
0: I don't want anybody to see that I don't want I don't want to let anyone down yeah I felt defeated mm-hmm. but I couldn't another thing is I could not let myself sink into another depression yeah like no I was I'm too I have come too far yeah and it was so many other great things happening during that time as yeah. well Um, but I said, no, God didn't let me come this far. Like, no, he, like I said, God, my legs are moving. I, I, I'm in sound health for the most part. Yeah. And, but for the most part, medically, you know, I had a paper that said like diagnosis was morbid, morbid obesity. That was another reality check. Yeah. That really caught me too. And I was like, this can't, this can't be it. Yeah. I know I can do it. Like I know the power of God and I know the power of God in me. Yeah. And I was just like, Lord, get these legs to move in. Yeah. And he gave me strength in these legs. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Girl, you can put me walking these legs. For real. I was just like, God, I said, you can do it. I said, this journey is not even me. I said, Lord, do what you got to do.
1: Yeah. So you start May 1st. Tell me about like the initial, because I mean, obviously this is all exciting, but I'm sure the journey in itself. There were ups, ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Tell me about initially what it was like. Um, you know, so again, I I have never worked out at your gym, but I we we've um, they've competed with our gym at Beast Mode Games. So I I've and I've seen them on Instagram. So I, I know it's intense. It's like intense, it's, it's intense workouts. And so coming from, I'm assuming like no, like you haven't been doing really anything workout wise related no. at that level. Not at that level. <laughs> like and then jumping into this, what like what were the first like maybe few months like? Like like for your body? I mean, was there ever a time, especially at the beginning, where you're like, this is like, am I really about to do this?
0: Oh, I, I quit week two yeah. on a Wednesday. I still remember that. But I came back on a Thursday. But I quit that Wednesday. Really? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, like, and it's so funny, as you're saying that, like, I'm almost in tears. I could feel, like, almost the agony yeah. of that part. Like, I literally felt like it was out of body. I was in so much pain that I, was, I felt outside of my body. Mm-hmm. Because it was almost in a trance. I was yeah. in a trance, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Just that training and that level of training, yeah.
0: Yes. I mean, I am literally scooting. They're saying, go run. I'm like, I can't run. I can't breathe. I I was so disappointed when yeah. I felt how physically unfit I was. Yeah. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was mad at myself. Mm-hmm. And that actually helped because I felt like I was so low and I was such in bad shape that I had no choice but to finish the program. That probably gave me the, the encouragement that mm-hmm. I needed it. and plus the women there. Yeah. And I go to an all-women's gym, too, by the way. So, there's some comfort in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Just thinking about it, it. I mean, it was painful. Like, you're... But but as we go through this journey, as we talk about it, you realize how resilient or how much your body can adapt. Yeah. To anything. To anything.
1: What did... So, what did... What, and, okay, so, also, you do y'all have a lot of different challenges right yes so can you talk walking through how that those challenges were set up in your whole year like yes yeah
0: so you started with a 20-day challenge 21 days and it has it's not 21 days okay okay, okay. (laughs) it's just like the name of it but it's basically a three-month commitment and at the time we didn't even realize we were walking to something new that reggie had created okay so we were literally the guinea pigs of it and for some reason, we got this phenomenal team of mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. on my challenge with my coach, yeah. who were passionate and who knew that we had to get this done. So it helped out a bunch. Yeah. But basically, during that 21 day phase, and I did my 21 day for five months. Yeah. So you get a meal plan. We we're getting un- unlimited access to boot camp style training, which yeah. is a combination of hit weight training, yeah. um, you know, high intensity. Yeah, high interval training. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also get coaching and accountability. Okay. And so it kind of, like, someone's
1: saying, like, hey, make sure, or making sure you're coming, or... Okay. Send
0: all our meals, send all our class. I literally have a repertoire of meals. Like, I sent every meal... To with, your coach? To my coach. Okay. Um, and it worked. <laughs> I
1: mean, it weird. worked. Yeah, you're like, and it worked. What was... I mean, what outside of the fact that you were obviously eating right and training what other thing was like a huge motivator to help you keep going like within because you talked about so that community of girls like how how is that how is that effective because it seems like this one of the biggest differences between when you tried to do it two years prior when you're doing like the portion control was um I mean, there was this community here and I don't know what the community looked like in the other scenario, but, no. but it, but it looked like that's one of the big, I mean, the trainings are different, but yeah. that's one of the biggest differentiators. Like how did that, how do you
0: think that played a part? I think it's a new trend. I mean, you think about all the, now you see the fitness is like the boot camp style It's the working out in groups. It's mm-hmm. that I think we, we naturally come from a communal type of, yeah, um, background as people. Yeah, you know tribal living. I mean, we look back. You know, biblically, we can yeah. look back into you know begin. You know, the beginning of time that we worked in communities and worked well with that. Yeah, um, and sometimes that's that's the push that you need. Yeah, so keeping a cap. Like I couldn't let them down because they were rooting for me. Like I feel like sometimes just putting on somebody else. And yeah. they needed me. And I'm a commitment person. Yeah. So if I commit to something, I am going in. Yeah. Like, and so I committed to my team, you yeah. know, and myself. I couldn't let them down. you right. And then it started catching fire that, like, man, she goes in. And so people are like, where you at, Bree? Or where you at? We needed to see you going. And it's like, y'all, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, you know. But that kept me, that motivation kept me going. And I was behind the pack. But they saw something in me early on that I didn't even see in myself. Yeah. That not Oh, that, that gives me chills. I got chills too. <laughs> because I never said that, but they did. They saw something in me early on. Yeah. I knew it was there because I was, like I said, I was a power of God. And I had come from sports. I wrestled. Yeah. So I like high-intense workouts. I just couldn't do them. Yeah. Mm. So. That's good. I, I
1: love that community aspect. Because I'm at a community gym too. Are, and I, like- I just... It... The, it... It just reminds me or confirms in me that we were, like, meant to do a lot. Like, I mean, even outside of working out, but especially in that arena, but even outside of that, like, we were meant to do life in community with people. Yes. Like, you you weren't meant to do things alone because it's, it's almost, because when you just get to a certain spot, like, there's only so much you can do to pull yourself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? And so when you have people to, I mean, literally, like, hand in hand, like, we're going to do this together. Like, we're, we're, like, fighting for each other. Like, we're going... To war with each other. I mean, that sounds extreme, but I it. Oh my gosh, it just changes things. Like I don't even know. Like it's (laughs) deep.
0: It's deep. And when you go through what they call like almost traumatic experiences with people, it builds a different connection. Now I know it's not traumatic, but it's it's a big thing though. It was it was it's an impact. It was a big part of our life. It's a big part of our lives. Yeah. Because we all were in different spaces. So, we literally had to rely on each other. Yeah. So, it did build, like, this stupid Uber connection. Like, it was weird. Like, we are, like, where you at? You know, we're, like, we became sisters. Yeah. Well, I want to, so, I want to elaborate
1: on something we talked about before how, um, or before we started this podcast. How, so, it had to be more than just physical. Mm -hmm. And can you explain why, like, to people, like, why? Because I think, I think... So, I think there's two camps. People can be, like... there's, They try these things. They, like, try losing all this weight and stuff because just because they want a physical... Like, they just want to look a certain way. And that's what happens of people just bouncing back and forth, weight style. And Gosh. then... Can you just explain how this journey of, like, weight loss and, like, working out and, like, doing things in community is beyond just what you're going to look like at the end? Because I am super passionate about, I love fitness. Yeah. And I think it's because I see that it's beyond just what I want to look like. Can you
0: explain that a little bit to people? Yeah. I mean, if I solely were was focused on the physical part of it, like, I wouldn't have continued. Because, I mean, I, I wouldn't have seen the results I was looking for quick enough yeah. in my head. yeah. And nor was I even gonna know how I was gonna look at the end. Who I would have never thought I was gonna get to this size in my head. Yeah, I literally came in without a goal, and I'm not that non-goal person. Everything I do, I do with a goal. So then I was just like, man, just whatever happens, you know, because I, if you solely was worked on the physical, you would be defeated because you would not see the change in the mirror you wanted to see. Yeah. When you looked. Yeah. Because it's a process. Right. Um, and then also, it's like, well, physical, you know, but that, I think that also goes back to how you view yourself or your self-love or your how you, because if, if it was all physical. Yeah. And some women or some people do it just for other people to get a certain attention. And yeah. Well, you realize people are not gonna give you attention just because you, I mean, <laughs> like, so exactly. the, the physical stuff is so like, now looking back, like. <laughs> please. And are you doing all this for physical looks? Like what I was doing, like physical was not going to be enough satis- satisfaction for right, me. Right, I was going to need a transformation. Mm-hmm. I don't ever think I was lost. I felt like I was evolving. Yeah. I feel like in life you evolve with age with new things you're doing when, when you reach new goals. So it was transform- it, like It was so transforming. Like I think God knew this path was so much more. Physical for me, my health was at stake so really looking at the physical part for me was pointless because i needed to do it for my health yeah i wanted i don't want i didn't want 26 and 27 age 27 28 to be just me worrying about what i got to do to get my my high blood pressure down or what do i have to do to get my i was pre diabetic yeah what who yeah and it becomes real when you see that like that became real um but i would say this it made me basically see past my own. When I say God has a plan for you, that you can't even see sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like it is chilling to know that I was that I would have ever been here. Like I had something called my realistic goal and something called my unrealistic goal. Yeah. My unrealistic goal, so funny, was 140 pounds. Wow. That's why I know I needed to be. Yeah. I never stated that, nor did I state my realistic goal. I would just do like little goals, but yeah, my realistic was about a hundred pounds. And so when I say I have new visions, new thoughts, new, cause how, how can I just, how can I make a goal that's so small? Yeah. Your goal should be, you, you, you set a goal to not only reach it, but to surpass it. Yeah. So how is that
1: translated now? Do you feel like, or will translate into just life in general, like this journey, like what are some of the parallels that you've learned in this that you feel like, oh no, this makes me think beyond just working out. Like this, like I have a new outlook on just life in general. It, you know what? What is the mindset that has come for this? Like what? Even too like what do you believe about yourself that maybe you didn't
0: believe about yourself before? Everything. I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was possible.
1: Mm.
0: I feel like I am possible. I am worthy. Like I thought, I had self worth. Self worth. Oh, and self love. Like I love myself not because how I look, but because of the work that I know that I've put in. Yes. Like yes, I've pushed myself to the max. I almost feel like I call myself a machine. <laughs> and, Like I'm like I don't, and I say that to everybody. I say your body is a machine. Like your your mind. I say your your mind will push your body to new limits. But I would say, um, I taught me patience. Mm-hmm. It taught me to stop thinking so small in your own, you know, stop thinking so small. Yeah. It told me, it also taught me like to stop diminishing what people see in you. Oh, that's good. I diminished it. I mean, convicted. You're just, you're small. Good. Good. <laughs> like people see something in you, accept it.
1: Yeah. No, that's that last. I mean, all of them are good, but that last one, I think, one, it's hard for me, but I think it's hard for a lot of women. I mean, even men, too. I don't know. But just this, like, because I know I doubt people will say things to me, and I'm just like, ha-ha, like, yeah. That, yeah, that's cool, that's awesome. what a great, com-. but I don't, I don't believe that for myself. It. And it's like, why? Like, they only see it because the Lord allowed them to see yes. that in me. So why wouldn't I, like, take that? You know, mm-hmm. I think for a long time I thought that was me either being boastful or bragging or like whatever and it's like no like god like you've been created as a person with certain gifts and certain abilities that are supposed to be used for whatever it is that you're supposed to do and if people start seeing that then maybe that's just that should be encouraging that you're walking in accordance to. Yeah. Like what you were created for.
0: That's what you were created for. That's confirming it because God's already <laughs> given it yeah. giving it to you. He's not going to confirm anything mm-hmm. through someone else that you don't already know. Yeah. But he's going to make you believe it a little bit more by either somebody saying it or having an experience. Where yeah. you have to be that or walk in that. Yeah. And then the patience
1: thing too. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure with that, you know, even just losing weight in general, like that's a process. And and we live in a culture where we have... What's the word? Um, instant Instagram gratification. Where, you know, we see... Or we see on Instagram and someone's like, this is what I
0: look like. This is what I look like. And it says... Oh, that Instagram will get people caught up. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, don't get caught up in Instagram. Like, some of the people are posing those ways or manipulating those pictures. And they don't have jobs. They're just doing fitness all day.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> don't get caught up. <laughs> don't get caught No, I think that's true, too. Like, people see anything on Instagram and or social media, <sighs> yes. and, and it's like, oh, I, I, I want to do it that quickly, and then when they try it, and it doesn't happen in two months, then it's, then, then it's a wrap. It's like, well, I guess it was possible for them, not possible for me, and I'm just all like, let's call bull on that. Yeah, like, like, it is. Because <laughs> like, that's not that's not realistic, and social media has that negative and I mean, I personally think there's ways you can use it for great, good things. Yes. But there's also negativity of just like comparison. Yes. And it's dumb. Everyone should stop comparing.
0: Stop comparing yourself. You compare. Like you say, you're never going to get anywhere. And my body is not your body. Right. So how dare you compare a body? (laughs) Say that again. Uh, And then you are literally critiquing yourself. Like, stop. You critique women. (laughs) We critique ourselves. All day long, like give your body a break. Just love on it. Like love who you are while changing. You know, or if, you know, if you feel like this is not your time. It's okay. You're worth it. Still, you're still worthy. Yeah, you are still loved. You are still a child of God. Like we tear ourselves down. Our biggest enemies Stop. is ourselves. It's ourselves. Like and women will come up to me and like, you know, Bree, I'm trying to get where you. That's the problem. You're trying to get where I'm at. Yeah. What I need you to do is to love you. Mm-hmm. Stop criticizing yourself. What is it? Is it? My, if you saw me just completely unclothed, I mean, yeah. I may look totally different than what you really expect that I look. I've lost 140 pounds. Things don't just lay like they you would think they lay. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. But I came in knowing that it was for health reasons. Yeah. And that I may not look physically the way I will look i mm-hmm. uh, think i or want to look but i'm accepting of who i am mm-hmm. and i will tell you that's never been my problem like like yeah. looking at myself in the mirror and seeing my imperfections like that's the weird part like i accept them all yeah so like that is a blessing oh my gosh yeah that's good i, I mean I, i'm gonna be real with you losing 140 pounds things are just not gonna be where you want them to be mm-hmm. you know i Marks and striads and warrior, like, I mean, whatever though, here I am. Yeah, but
1: you're a bit, I mean, you're, but your confidence is clearly like through the roof, you know, and like, but in not in a cocky way, in a no. way that's just like, like, I know who I am. I like, know who I am. And like, i and that, like, I think that out of all of this, just like hearing you talk about it, it gives me the most chills. It's just, I, I am so passionate about women and just people in general. Just knowing who they are, because I, and and I'm preaching to the choir. Like I'm saying that to myself mm-hmm. too. But like no, like be confident in who you are. Like you as you. You are. Awesome.
0: You're great. You're like, great. <laughs> if I can stress that, and I did not feel great. Let me tell you, I did not feel great. Yeah. Like this is new. Mm-hmm. I mean, even two months from now, I probably wouldn't have been this excited about my body. Yeah. As far as just being saying it outwardly, because I'm thinking like okay well I'm happy but I think people see my skin hanging here or like like I I mean like I just would not let myself just have the moment like so I'm screaming at the top of my lungs like I love me and it's not I don't like just the physical me I love me Mm. I found a different peace yes like it's a peace like and it's not a peace because I look this way it's a peace because God has shown himself so much through my journey yeah that's peaceful yeah that is joy. That is love. I wish people could see you because she is
1: smiling right now. She is, just has like the biggest grin. And just looking at you is so encouraging. I'm like, I need a tootie in my corner.
0: I'll tootie in your corner. Uh, <laughs> so
1: anytime I like feel <laughs> like, super terrible about myself or anything, I just be like, okay, listen to what tootie says.
0: Just I hey, put on the podcast. <laughs> put on the podcast. Preach to my ear. Uh, preach she is encourage yourself speak Mm -hmm. over yourself yeah that's a song but it is real
1: yeah and that's that's what i get from this is like encourage myself encourage myself because i can do it all day for other people and it's like we got to remember to do it for ourselves
0: yep like we gotta this is so good yeah i'm i'm like i'm lost in the moment like i am like mm, seeing yourself trim. i think it's seeing your your not your own ability let me not say that but seeing the ability that god has given you amen it will f- blow your mind. It mm-hmm. freaks you out. Yeah, because it's almost like his what is his miracles and wonders we don't think exist anymore. Yeah, these are the natural miracles. Yeah, I didn't take a pill or supplement anything. I ate food. Food. F O O D. Really. I ate food and I worked out. Like I, I don't take. So I took BCAAs. That's literally just like a little vitamin like yeah. supplement. Like. And that was, I maybe started that, like, maybe three months ago, like, as it's away, because I was working out so much. I needed something to get my muscles from being tired. Yeah. But I didn't, I don't take supplements. I take a multivitamin, guys. Your supplements are supplements because they supplement what's missing. So, you know, God has placed all these things on earth. now. All these foods and, yeah. Yes. So, you don't have to go, like, a lot of people come to me like, what's the supplements you use? And it's like... Stop diminishing what I've done. Like, just say, "Hey, what have you done?" You know, yeah. or I've had the surgery question because it is a little. Mild. It was a kind of fast. Yeah, that hurt my feelings. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because then they told it to my students. Yeah, it's like Miss Marzette had surgery, and I'm like, I didn't. I sh- she didn't. She did it. All.
1: She did it all by herself. Yes, in like a year and, and change, few months, and I mean that. That is commitment. Like people, people. I think it's because people can't, probably couldn't, can't comprehend, like, someone working that hard almost. I mean... Because it was. And, and that, I mean, that's kind of sad that people are like, wow, can, you know, like, can't comprehend that. And I was like, I feel like that's, (laughs) that says more about you than it does, (laughs) that says more about them than it does about you. But it's just like, yeah, she put in the work. And I was like, I mean, you can do so many things, whether body or anything, if you just put in the work. But, I mean... I think the other part of it too is we have some sort of too some of a lazy culture in certain regards. Yes, we don't want to put in the work for too long. And I was like, just put put in the. I mean, i I was not physically with her when she through this journey journey, but I did see on
0: Instagram and stuff like that. I mean, the girl was hitting it all the time. (laughs) And and what I would to say is, I did prioritize it. I sacrificed my whole social life for a year. Yeah and no one's who's willing to do that Mm -hmm. at 27 like this is in single you know but for me my happiness was the most important so i said a year of my life to get my life Mm -hmm. is what i did Mm -hmm. and so we'll put that much time in the job i said how dare i go work a job put that much time and don't build myself or build my own empire meaning me yeah you know i this is a testament that not only for me, but for people who needed to see it. People yeah. need to see that you can lose it not only that much, thats in that amount of time, but without any of these additive things. Like, you know, going back to just the basics. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the thing. I sacrificed a year where I would get up in the morning, go to work, afternoon, and then I had the summer. And then it, school started back. Yeah. You know, and. You did it. Then here we are. And here we are. Here we are. Still going. Still going. Still and she, I
1: mean, I hope, I literally hope that you, that the Lord has plans for you to like speak on this one day I hope and so. just like train people mind, body, and soul. Cause like we've been talking about, it wasn't just a physical change. I mean, really, it ended up being a spiritual transformation for you, mental, like ev- yes. everything for you. And I think that that's like the coolest part about it. Um, okay. So, I'm going to ask you two questions okay. that I ask everybody, every guest. Okay. Um, and then I'll give you just the last, like, minute to just give us some good encouragement if, if that's what you want to do because I feel like, you you know, you just have things to say that are <sighs> great. Um, but the first thing is, <laughs> if you could go to lunch with anybody, dead or alive, um, who would it be and why? And it literally can be anyone. So, it could be a celebrity. It could be, like, a neighbor that you do. <laughs> like, it could be yeah. anyone.
0: I thought about this and I thought about it very, very... Um, I really thought about it. I, it. It would be my grandmother.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. I think a lot of things fell apart when she left. Because mm-hmm. it, it happened so soon. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize... You think your parents are so strong. Yeah. Or your family, the the, the older people in, in, in that time. But I think we could, if I could sit at the table and get some wisdom. Mm-hmm. Or even maybe... Even planning her leaving wouldn't have changed the situation. Yeah. But I think I could have gained a little bit more knowledge because I still feel like there are broken pieces and mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Even very close to me, and it, it kind of led to a lot of ugly things, mm-hmm. them passing. Mm-hmm. So if I can go get some nuggets, some words of peace to give that person, mm-hmm. or those people who are so affected by their passing, I would.
1: Mm, that's good. I
0: would. It I'm wouldn't a- be for me.
1: Yeah. Grandmas are the best. Uh, in my episode, that's what I said too. Really? Grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh. grandmas are the best. I there's just something about I don't know. Sometimes I'm like like I pray I have kids more for the fact that I want to be a grandma. Than I know, be right? Grandma. Because I just think there's just something that comes with so much age and so much wisdom that's just I don't know, that's just like unreal. Like there is Like I'm, I'm just huge about, I know we live in day and age where like, you know, millennials think they know everything and even, you you know, and I mean, we are, we have thoughts and ideas and opinions and they're great, Mm -hmm. but like, there's just nothing more beautiful than grandmother's wisdom. And now you're gonna make me cry. (laughs) I know. Like we're crying over here, people. Let's let's rip this tissue. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean, there's just like, there, there is. There's something really special about it. So, it is. anyways, I don't know. I don't
0: appreciate older people anymore.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. Older people are just not. And I, my grandmother passed away a year ago. Oh, sorry. A year ago, April, May, April. Yeah. And there's just so many things. I was just like, man, you, you just like, get it. Like you, <laughs> like you just you understood how to navigate this world. Yeah. Like, in a way that was beautiful. You knew how to love people so well. And like. If I could be half that woman. Like. Yeah. I. I mean. That would be a huge. <laughs> that would be a huge accomplishment for me. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you. You will you, be. Oh.
1: You're, you're so are. sweet. Um, okay. The second question I ask is. If you can encourage anyone right now. Um, and it could like. Pretend like. They are sitting right in front of you. And encourage them as if. Like they're sitting right in front of you, as just they're right here, um, and then hopefully they'll hear it after, after this. But you can pick any anyone. I know sometimes it's hard for people to pick somebody, you know, but
0: I have someone. Okay,
1: so pretend like they're sitting right here and just encourage them, like you're talking directly to them.
0: I don't have to say who it is if you don't want to. Okay. You are worthy. Mm-hmm. You are beautiful. God has given you. The power that you need to overcome what you are coping or dealing with. Yeah. You know, you've taken something, a substance or a, um, a product mm-hmm. to cope with how you're feeling. But, you know, sometimes you have to feel mm-hmm. to get over it. hmm So, you know, I just want you to drop those things mm-hmm. for the sake of letting God impart into you. Mm-hmm. And feel those emotions because emotions are good. Mm-hmm. They are negative sometimes, but you have to know how to channel them. Mm. Yeah, you know, God, you know, God didn't let you go through this battle to not give you a beautiful end. Mm-hmm. But I think we can also create this long agonizing feeling mm-hmm. because of our natural selves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That it may not have to be agonizing; it may can be this testament mm-hmm. if you would open up your heart and trust in God mm, that's good
1: um so you can tell this person to listen to this podcast and tell them that it, will. it, it is for them <laughs> um but I mean that's good and um whoever it is yeah I encourage you to let God take over Cause it's it's real sweet. It's real sweet when he does. It's it so is. Sweet. It's
0: full service and it's so easy. It's hard but easy. It's the like easiest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Like some let somebody drive the car for you. Like you don't yeah. have to drive. Kick your feet back. Kick your beak back. I go on vacation. Let the, let the Uber driver. Yeah, he's you an know, Uber driver. <laughs> he's a good Uber driver, though. Yes. uh He doesn't cost. <laughs> exactly. Well, he costs, but it's not that monetary. <laughs>
1: uh, this is so good. I'm so glad you're on this. And everyone listening, seriously, follow her on Instagram. Um, she's great. And I'm so
0: thankful for you. I'm thankful. For you i'm thankful for this meeting
1: yes well will you do you mind telling people what your instagram on here no
0: know? not at all
1: okay so that way they can
0: <laughs> so actually um my instagram is motivated underscore a uh, number two mm-hmm. and a t a t and you can follow her there
1: follow this journey that she's on there um and i mean seriously you'll be so encouraged so so encouraged all right everyone thanks for listening bye See bye see yeah. ya everyone <laughs>